Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life, to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you are a regular listener to One of a Kind You, thank you so much for joining me for another episode. If you are new here, I am so excited that you decided to take a stop by and listen and check it out and see what One of a Kind You is all about. So for my new listeners, the way that this podcast typically works is that I share a journal entry of mine from about five or six years ago, and I share now what I know as a certified life coach and what I wish I had known then. So this journal entry is from February 25th, 2016, and I write, Pete and I are okay. I was in a good mood yesterday, and he noticed. I was appreciative of that because I really am trying to spite my meltdown. Rose came today and we had our usual chat. I didn't get grading done, but that's okay. I look forward to chatting with Rose because she gets me and helps put things into perspective for me. I feel bad chatting with her though because she gets behind. As I was telling her about my meltdown on Monday night, she made a comment about the little kid in me. She is right. Most of my outbursts are triggered by codependency and inner child issues I'm still carrying. I'm having such a hard time shaking them. I'm also lacking coping skills. I wish I felt like I was moving more in the right direction for healing my past wounds and issues. I was reading my Bible and came across a quote about God. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. The Bible says to remember this promise when you are in tough times and feel like God has abandoned you. I don't feel like he has, but I never think to pray or ask him for help with what I'm going through. I wish it came to me more naturally. I wish meditation and mindfulness came to me more naturally. I don't want to have the mindset of when blank happens, then I will be, have, do, etc. Because usually it doesn't happen that way. And also, that doesn't encourage or remind me to live in the here and now. Tonight, I'm going to try to make time to create a daily and weekly schedule for myself so I can begin making time for prayer and meditation. So um, I just want to go back to the beginning because there's a lot in this this episode, but um, mostly I'm going to focus on the be, have, do or be do have um, area that I was stuck in. So Pete and I were okay um, in my mind because I was in a good mood and he noticed. And that was really just a period of relief. So typically when I have a client come to coaching, they're in the end of the spectrum where they're filled with pain and they wanna get away from that pain. So they're seeking pleasure. And I was definitely in this end of the spectrum where I was just mentally and emotionally in so much pain that I wanted to do anything I could to get away from it. And so when Pete and I were okay, it was really because we were in a period of relief. So if you can imagine, um, you know, like a ruler, you know, the side of the ruler where the one inch mark is, that's the area where there's just such extreme pain, heartache, sadness, desperation. And then the end of the ruler where the 12 is, that is the end of the ruler where the pleasure is, the happiness, the joy, the peace, the calm, whatever is the positive serving feelings that you're looking for. And from the ruler on the three to the seven inch, that is the area of relief. And so typically what happens is that something changes, you know, Pete and I didn't fight for a day, so it felt like things were good. And that was actually just a period of relief. And typically, if you don't have strategies or a mindset or a plan to continue moving along that ruler to get to the end of the ruler that has the pleasure and the and the happiness and the joy, you'll slide back and forth in that uh, area of relief, back down to pain, 
really fluidly. And so if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you'll hear in each episode where I do fluidly slide back and forth between relief and pain, relief and pain, relief and pain. And what I was really striving for was to get to pleasure and relief, pleasure and relief, pleasure and relief. And I really just couldn't get there because I didn't really understand the root cause of all of this stuff. I had the labels. I had the label of childhood emotional neglect. I had the label of codependency. I had the label of anxiety that I was given by my therapist, but I had my own labels for myself, failure, not patient, bad mom, horrible wife. And so I didn't understand why I had this belief about myself aside from the fact that I felt like I was broken from all of the labels from the therapist and leaving my teaching career, you know, all of those things, yes, absolutely led to the negative beliefs I had about myself, but they actually went much, much deeper than what I was aware of at this time. And so Rose was completely 100% right that those outbursts that I had were triggered by all of the issues that had been brought to the surface but weren't being healed. And mostly because I didn't know how to heal them because I was just looking at them from a surface level approach, kind of like, oh, okay, this is what codependency is. So you have to spray yourself with a visible Pam so that codependency um, circumstances don't stick on you. Or if, oh, someone is attached a codependent string to you, then you just cut it off with invisible scissors. But what I didn't know is that it actually went much deeper than that. And so in this time, because I felt so lost, I knew that um, I had the, the outward tools. I was going to therapy. Granted, it didn't really feel like it was working, and it, it really wasn't. Um, and I, I was looking at surface-level solutions such as, you know, oh, let me make a schedule. Oh, let me, you know, try this book. Let me try that book. Um, but what it, really what I was also missing, which was huge, and I was starting to discover it at this time, is the spirituality piece. And so I wasn't raised in a spiritual household at my dad's house or at my mom's house. My grandmother, my dad's mother, is devout Catholic, and she goes to church regularly. She says her prayers every morning with her prayer cards and every night before bed with her prayer cards. But my dad, uh, I lived with my dad most of the time, and I went to my mom's house every other weekend and one weekend or one weekday uh, during the evening for a few hours. But living with my dad, we never said, oh, we'll have faith that this works out or, you know, we just have to ask our, a higher power or God or divine beings or universal guidance to help us get through this. It was when this isn't working and you, you know what hits the fan, we just put our head down and we barrel through because we'll figure out a way to make it work or we'll figure out a way to get through this. So we, I didn't really grow up in a faith-based home. We didn't talk about God. We didn't talk about faith. We didn't talk about spirituality. We didn't talk about any of that. And same thing at my mom's house. Um, we didn't, there was no faith there. There was no spirituality, religion, nothing. And so what I started to realize at this time is that I was missing that piece too. And so what I thought was, oh, that meant you buy a Bible and you read it. And so I had contemplated going to church. I had started looking for local churches in the area, but it just didn't, at the moment, it didn't feel right. And it didn't feel right because that was a surface level solution to an extent is like, oh, I, I need spirituality. So that means you go to church and you buy a Bible and you read your Bible. 
And so it didn't feel aligned because I wasn't raised to think that way. That wasn't part of my personal programming. And so, um, so I did read my Bible for several months. Every day I followed the suggested reading um, con table of contents um, for those who were new to the Bible. And I did come across this path and this passage of never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. And that really resonated with me. But at the same time, I couldn't tap into it because I didn't know um, praying didn't feel natural to me. Asking the universe for guidance didn't feel natural to me, even though at this point I had started delving into law of attraction, studying that, starting to learn about crystals, starting to learn about essential oils going for Reiki, getting certified in Reiki. At this point, I was um, just getting into Reiki. And um, I don't think I was certified yet, but anyhow, going to angel classes, learning about angels. So, so the curiosity was there, and I was exploring that. And that was really great to give myself the opportunity to explore those things. Um, but that's why it didn't feel natural for me to pray or to ask a higher being for universal guidance because it just it's not the way that I was programmed and I'll say um, with my operational identity so when we are born we have our core identity that's who we are without any influence or programming from family friends society you know we're born as pretty much a blank slate and that is who you are at your core and so at at my core and I think all people at their core are spiritual whether you go to church or you meditate or you ask for divine guidance from angels and um, divine guides, everyone's spiritual. It's just how we choose to interact with that spirituality is what makes us each unique and different because not everyone engages with their spirituality in the same way. We might have commonalities, but we also have individual characteristics too. So I was really trying to explore that and uh, really tap into that because I recognized that that was a piece of the puzzle that was missing for me. I was starting to realize that all of this work that I was attempting to do on myself, it was fruitful, it was exhausting, it was devastating, it was on some level soul sucking because I felt like what was happening is that, um, you know, like the analogy of the onion, I was peeling back and peeling back and peeling back and I felt like, okay, after this layer, I'll find the answer. I'll find the magic solution. After, no, okay, nope, not this layer. Okay, next layer. And it just felt like it was layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of opening these wounds and, and creating this raw um, painfulness to my being. And now I know that as a certified life coach, it didn't need to be this painful um, because when I work with a client, I don't have them relive this pain over and over and over and over we'll talk about it but we won't go deep into it because i really don't need to know all the nitty-gritty details of the experience i need to just know i need to know general information because that allows me to get the puzzle pieces that i need and when we first start coaching together the puzzle pieces are all scattered but as we continue on our eight session journey together we gradually put those puzzle pieces back together where they fit into place so that you can step into who you're truly meant to be without all this pain, without all this suffering. And that's not to say that things won't be painful. They just won't be as deeply painful as what I was experiencing in this moment 
because this was just almost on some level torturous to be told, oh, childhood emotional neglect, oh, codependency, oh, anxiety, and then really not be given tools or um, guidance to go deep to find the core issues related to these labels. And so that's really where the struggle was lying. And that's really why um, I was feeling like I just didn't have the coping skills and I felt like I wasn't really moving, even though I knew that I was headed in the right direction. I just felt like there was no movement in the healing process. And that was really what I was seeking is healing so that I could actually move forward and not keep going from relief to pain, relief to pain, relief to pain, because it wasn't um, long periods of relief. It was very short and it was more periods of feeling like I was in pain. And so that leads me to the very end of this episode is that um, I was very much stuck with the mindset of when I have this, then I can do this and then I can be this. And so really the the key is to flipping that and living from the perspective of perspective of I can be this and I can do this and then I can have this. So a perfect example of this is that I can be patient when I do things with the girls and everything goes just so and then I can have fun with them. And that really is a living from a place where you're giving your power away. So I was giving my power away to external circumstances and totally feeling and believing that everything was beyond my control and that I was really just um, a spectator in this journey. When reality, in reality, it was the ex- it was the exact opposite. Um, I could be patient with my kids and have fun with them and we could do all these things that I wanted to do with them. I just wasn't living from that place. I was so stuck on have, do, be instead of be, do, have. And so here's another example of it. When um, I was in my teaching career, I was totally living from the have, do, be. I have to have approval from administration and parents and I have to have my students be just so you know, no talking in the hallway, no fooling around. We have to get everything done. And then we can do fun activities in the classroom. And then I can be a successful teacher. But it was really quite the opposite. I could be a successful teacher by doing the fun things in the classroom that I wanted. And then having the the outward um, recognition but also having the growth for my students that I was striving because that was really what was important was that I wanted growth for my students and know that I had prepared them for the next grade after they were done with me in kindergarten and that I had laid the foundation for them so that they could go to first grade and beyond and be successful and not have learning gaps or if they did, they would be minimal. And so I was so stuck in the have, do, be as a teacher and as a mom, and as a wife, and just as a person in general, that I completely relinquished any sense of power that I had for my own being. And I really took this this perspective of being helpless and being um, just not in control and really being railroaded constantly. And so um, what I want to leave you with today is that really evaluate where you are and really focus on the be, do, have. So if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're feeling like you don't have value or you don't have worth or you're not pulling your weight, 
tell yourself that you do, you can be of value, you can be worthy right now in this moment with all that you do because you are you are you and you have made the commitment to be home with your children you've made the commitment to be supportive of your spouse and be available for your spouse and your children when they need you you've made the commitment to take on all of the household responsibilities with cleaning cooking grocery shopping you know you've made that commitment and that's a huge commitment to your family but also to yourself because being a stay-at-home mom isn't an always isn't always an easy role to have and the fact that you are brave enough to say I'm gonna take this role and I'm gonna own it be in that role of value and worth do those things that you want to do love your kids every second of every day do those mom activities with them go to the mommy and me groups take them to the park have picnic picnics jump in the puddles in the rain do all those things that you're not allowing yourself to do when you're stuck in the have do be frame of mind and when you can be in a place of knowing your worth and you do those things you're gonna have the life that you want you're gonna have the appreciation from others you're gonna have the memories that you so desperately want you're gonna have everything that you want because your perspective your mindset has shifted so if you have any questions or you need a little bit of guidance and you want to reach out please do I love when my listeners reach out it makes my day um, and you can find me on Instagram you can find me on Facebook or you can always shoot me an email and you can get right to my email from my website so all of my connection points are in the show notes and I just want to thank you so much for stopping by and taking a listen and I hope that you'll join me next week if you found this episode valuable and helpful please feel free to share it with a friend the more the merrier and I will see you around and hope you have a great week